with Transparent Truth proudly presents the Friday Morning Matchup Show with the coach and Greg Biggins. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome, welcome. You're now listening live to the Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. I'm in the building. I'm in the house. I'm everywhere. I'm with my main man, Greg Biggins, and this is the Friday Matchup Show. GB, what's good? What's good? What is good? What's really good? What, we got some new five stars in the building. Who's that? Are you the five star? I am a five star. You're wearing an Alabama hat right now. I am. They got, they got a few five stars. Yeah, they, they've got more than a couple. In yeah, they got uh, into that playoff somehow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. But I shoot, whatever. They'll probably go win it now. Yeah, they probably <laughs> will. I mean, Ohio State lost by 40 on the they road. They did. They did. It's, it's hard to kind of combat that. Yep. But uh, nevertheless, we get, this is our Friday matchup show. And before we get started with our matchup, we want to remind you about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really entrenched in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. And we're back. So, GB, it's the matchup show. We're breaking out regional championship games. What we got? Yeah, we got four regional championship games. And obviously, there was an open division game that we will not talk about because they don't play till next weekend. So, this weekend, we have Division 2A Aquinas, 14 0, plays Grace Brethren, 12 2, at Moore Park College. This is to go to the 2A championship, and they will play the winner, a couple of NorCal schools, Mountain View High School, St. Francis, versus Manteca. I believe Manteca. Manteca? Yeah. I've always said Manteca. Okay. I think it's Manteca. I'm going to call it Manteca. Okay. They are the, uh, they, they are the favorite. Uh, but let's talk about the SoCal matchup. Aquinas, obviously, they love to run the football Guy we talked about several times, top performers, Brandon Rakins, having a record-breaking year. One of the most prolific running backs. He's shattering things in that area. Hearing the name Lorenzo Booker and those kind of names being mentioned a lot. Oh, yeah. They are playing a Grace Brethren team that actually is really good and has been good for a long time. They're 12-2. and two. Uh, Should be a fun matchup, Coach Keith. What do you think? Should be a fun matchup. Rankins and the quarterback, um, Salou, I believe his name is. They got a dynamic little backfield with those two guys. I mean, Rankins, I mean, he's chewing up yards. Like, I chew up my wife's Mastacholi, let me tell you. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, they want to see I have championship last year. They meaning the team we're talking about <laughs> in San Bernardino, which yeah. is Aquinas. Aquinas of San Bernardino. They want to see I have title last we gotta, year. We got to work better together. We're just, we just don't, we're not clicking right now. We'll get there. Aquinas, <laughs> CIF championship from last year. They won it again this year. Now they got Grace Brethren, who, of course, had some controversy last year, right? 
Engine eligible player or yeah. something like that last yep. year. But they've bounced back. They beat up Antelope Valley in the Seattle Championship game. Badly. Cornerback Brandon Jones is a big time player, one of the top 2020 DBs on the West Coast. But they got other kids. They got a linebacker. They're balanced. I mean, look at the numbers offensively. Uh, Lontrell Diggs is probably their, their best offensive weapon. He's a kid. Rushed for over 1,600 yards and 27 touchdowns. Just a junior right now. So Diggs, it's a good football name. Uh, he's going to be around. Uh, they got a freshman quarterback, uh, Michael Zele, threw for 1,600 yards and 21 touchdowns. So I mean, they, can, they can throw it. They can run it. Uh, you already mentioned, you know, Brandon Jones, he'll play a little bit of offense. But they got dudes. They got another freshman. And Grace Brennan's kind of a smaller school, so uh, you'll see a lot of uh, freshmen. But Seven McGee. Oh, yeah. Seven can ball. Seven McGee is an ideal name oh, yeah. for a running back. Right? Freshman, 977 yards. And seven get you seven. And ten, he's got 10 touchdowns. So he's, he's seven to get you seven. Seven will get you seven. Seven will get you six, but it sounds better to say seven will get you seven. Yeah, well. No, yeah, that's so not. Oh, they got guys. I, again, talking to some people who saw them, they, they got a lot of athletes. It's going to be a tough game. Obviously, uh, Aquinas got to be the favorite. You know, they're shoot 14 and 0. Yeah. They got, you know, probably the best player in that bracket with, with rankings, but it'll be a good one. It'll be, it'll be, a, it'll be a battle for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Grace Brethren is a, they're, Grace Brethren is a small school. They've got some athletes. I don't know if they can stand up to the to the mighty Saint. I'm gonna call them Saint Thomas Aquinas. The Aquinas. <laughs> that would be a tough game. Yeah, for yeah Grace Brethren. No question. No, it's Aquinas and San Bernardino. I think Rankins is gonna get loose, and uh, Casey. It's gonna be a problem. I'm gonna take Aquinas by two touchdowns plus. In this one, GB, for my matchup. Yeah, they, got a, they got an OL going to Cal, whose name's escaped me. They got yeah, he's about, Josh he's about six Gustav. foot seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gustav is the a tight end. A, yep. Yeah. He's a defensive end, tight end, plays on both sides. Yeah. So uh, I think it'll be tough, but I like Aquinas in that game as well. How about this one? This should be really, really fun. I'm putting the over under at 90. Cajon, 13 and one. It's taken on Rancho Verde, 12 and two. Friday night. Who you got? What do you think? Well, first off, this is worth the this is going to be worth the prices of admission. Okay, you have two prolific offenses led by dynamic players and innovative offensive coaches. <clears throat> there may not be a hotter quarterback in all of the entire West Coast than Jaden Daniels. The kid has been on fire from jump. I don't know what his stats are on the year, GB, but he's probably close to fifty touchdowns. Darren Jones, the six foot seven receivers, he's caught for I believe close to thirty touchdowns. They got a serious one two punch, but let's not leave out some of the other guys that they got over there. Perkins um, on offense, Perkins on defense, Jeremiah Martin, he's a serious threat in the middle of the field catching a football. Uh, our sleeper of the week this week, Cam Forrest on defense, Javon Holland. They got playmakers. Yeah, Javon Hill. Javon Hill, excuse me. Um, this is going to be an unbelievable game. Rancho Verde. Yeah, because they got mentioned in the Wednesday. So they have four receivers with over 500 yards yeah, of they offense. Got they got a sophomore quarterback, Brock White, who will be a Division One kid. The guy's yeah. got two years to develop. But, I mean, 39 touchdowns for Brock, uh, over 3,000 yards. They got a 1,400-yard rusher, um, Xavier Yagorji. Guys, it's hard to pronounce his name as he needs to stop on the field. They got, they got a lot of dudes, a lot of weapons. Again, I watched that game last week. They kind of came from, came from behind and went over St. Francis and just really impressed with the skill. I think their top receiver, uh, Josiah Richard Lewis, 
thousand yard guy with 16 touchdowns. We all know about Manny Allen, but they got, they got guys that are, you know, even better than Manny Allen, who in terms of that, that team, Jamar Simpson is another guy with over 400 yards rushing and four touchdowns. So a lot of offensive weapons. I think Cajon's got a little bit of an edge defensively. Yeah. So you, you kind of want to favor them a little bit, but the way, you know, the way uh, Rancho Verde's rolling right now, you can't almost pick against them. Yeah, Coach Steinberg, you talk about a guy who can run an offense and get guys open, get guys football in space. He does a terrific job and has done so for over a decade out here. But I'm going with Jaden Daniels. I, I'm, I'm putting my money behind a quarterback that can do it with his legs, do it with his arm. He's got a 6'7 freak out at receiver. He's got a 6'4 tight end that's a mismatch in the middle of the field. I'm taking Cajon to take it to the state championship game. I got the Cajon Cowboys to take this regional against Rancho Verde. I like Rancho Verde, but I, I ain't. Listen, I've been on this Cajon bandwagon for a while, so I'm going with the Cajon Cowboys. Yeah, this, this is the game I think I'm going to be at. Division 1A, Paraclete, 13-1. Just the one loss was to Oaks Christian. Taking on the four-time defending city champs, Narbonne, who is 10-3. Those three losses were to Long Beach Poly, Centennial, and St. Louis of Hawaii. All three of those teams are big-time schools. A lot of skill, a lot of weapons. You got Dean Harrington, offensive mastermind over here. He's got Brevin White. He's got dynamic duo catching the ball, Melquan Stovall, yeah. Andre Hunt, a freshman, Amir Bankhead running it. Defensively, you know, they always play tough physical defense. You got Narbonne with their quarterback, Chapman, Jamar Munchie Jefferson running it. Again, they got weapons. Defensively, they got dudes, right? That front seven, front four is huge. And they got three linebackers that are next level guys. Logan Taylor in the secondary. Yeah. A lot of, lot of intrigue in this one. It's a lot of star power in this one, right? A lot of star power, right? yeah, A lot of absolutely. star power. I'm going to tell you what. That freshman running back, Amir Bangan, he's going to have to earn his keep this game because there are three senior linebackers yeah. at Narbonne that are not going to allow him to run for 150 yards. I can tell you that. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Right now, the transparent truth, it ain't going to happen. Those boys, Butler, Lewis, and uh, Raymond Scott, it will not not on their home field as seniors. They will not go out like that. They're going to put the smack down on the freshman running back, So, which which leads you to believe Brevin White is going to have to carry the game on his shoulders with his trio of receivers, Hunt, Stovall, and uh, I forget the other kid, but it's going to be interesting. Paraclete. We Dean Harrington, we got a lot of admiration for. The guy's a big-time coach. But you're going into Harbor City. You're going into the home of the Gauchos, where they've been virtually unbeatable over the last decade. It's going to be very, very difficult to get a running game started, which is going to make them one-dimensional. They've got to be able to execute in the passing game. Narbonne is physical up front. Their pass rush isn't great, but they'll bring a backer or two to get in Brevin White's face. I like Jalen Chapman fell a Jermaine? No, Jalen. Oh, okay. Jermaine is the dead. I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Jalen Chapman. I called him that last week, man. That's why I was. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, so Jalen Chapman, a senior quarterback, he fell within yards, Greg, last year against Madison and San Diego in the regional. Oh. He's at home as a senior quarterback. Those linebackers are at home as senior linebackers. There's no way in hell, if I can quote my man Stone Cold Steve Austin, that Narbonne is going to lose this game. There's absolutely no way. Seniors will step up in their home stadium for the last time 
in the history of their playing career at Narvine, they will get the job done versus a Pericle team who I absolutely love on offense. But defensively, they have some challenges. Jalen Chapman will light you up. The Rutgers commit through the air. I got Narbonne taking down Pericle. Two plus touchdowns, Greg. Wow. Not just taking them. You're taking you're gonna yeah, no, you I believe think, they will dominate. Yeah, I think they're gonna dominate the game. I think one thing you gotta remember, Pericle team is battle tested. They are. Small division, but they have played Oaks Christian. They have played Helix. Helix. They played quality teams. So they kinda got ran over by Oaks Christian. A little I remember that. A little bit, but you know, they ran over Helix, who's actually playing in the game we're gonna preview right now. Right. So I don't see a, an intimidation factor for Pericles. I think if Narbonne wins, it's because they're just a better football team. But I don't see them kind of yeah, walking no. in there and being like, oh, my gosh, no, it's Narbonne be, High no, School. No, no, no. I don't think they're going to be intimidated. I just think when you're a senior and you're playing at home and it's an elimination game, Greg, you can almost bet your bottom dollar that you're going to get that W. They, you think they're going to let their mom and dad down at home? You think they're going to allow somebody to walk in their living room, take the remote control, sit in their mom's favorite rocking chair, and turn the channel from her soap operas? Ain't going to happen. Because if it does, you got to deal with Coach Keith in a really broad segment. Let's move along. Let's move along. We have one more game, 1AA, Oaks Christian, who we just kind of mentioned, 12-2, and two, two early losses to Murata Valley and Chaminade. Since then, they rolled through everybody, took down the number one seed in the huge upset over Upland, took down the three-seeded Calabasas is going to take on a 12-1 and one Helix team, the top team in San Diego. They knocked off Mission Hills, Jack Tuttle, and Chris Olave last week. Yep. Their one loss was to a battle-tested paraclete squad who fears no one. Helix. Let's start with them. All right? Yeah, Eli Noah. Helix. They have Carson Baker at quarterback. Carson I believe Baker. he's going to is UC Davis. He's a next-level quarterback. He's quality quarterback, over 2,000 yards, 31 touchdowns. Yep, he's they solid. Got a, they got an, a very skilled guy named Rashad Scott who can beat you as a receiver, defensive back. Obviously, their best player that everybody who kind of follows recruiting knows is Isaac Taylor Stewart, or we call him It's. He is an impact guy, lockdown cover corner. Play some offense. Play some offense, yep. does some returns. Uh, Oaks Christian. Again, Kayvon Thibodeau, that pass rush is what got him here. They're going to try to get after uh, Mr. Baker. They're going to try to run the ball with Charbonnet. You know, I watched the game in San Diego when they played Paraclete, and I was kind of surprised that Paraclete was physically able to kind of not just stand up because Helix is huge. Helix has a huge front on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They weren't able to really pressure Brevin too much, and, um, and they were able to pressure Baker, Paraclete was. So I see Oaks Rush kind of doing the same, bringing pressure, pressuring Baker, and then hopefully they want to be able to get Charbonnet off. Josh Calvert, uh, Bryce Farrell. It should be a really good game, though. Uh, where's the game going to be at? It's not even telling me. Well, host. Yeah, so it's going to be at Oaks Christian. So using your argument that you just had about Narbonne not allowing some team to come in there and sit on the rocking chair, yeah. eat their chips and cookies and drink their cooler, whatever they're having their cooler. Yeah. Are you going to use that same? No, because I, you know, the Oaks Christian team isn't senior laden, right? Their impact players are not a bunch of seniors like Calvert, Farrell, Thibodeau, uh, but Charbonnet. Let, Charbonnet. But yeah. let me give you a, a quick comparison. You know, back in the mid 90s, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers, they used to whoop up on the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers had a special quarterback at that time, Mr. Brett Favre. 
And GM Ted Thompson, he came to the realization, he said, you know what? For us to be able to win and beat these elite teams in the NFC, we've got to get a pass rush. So they went into the free agent market. They signed a guy by the name, if I can take your words, GB, by the name <laughs> of Reggie White. You remember that? I do remember Reggie White. And I do remember him signing there. Shortly thereafter, the Green Bay Packers won a Super Bowl. Reggie White was Defensive Player of the Year. Now I want to take you to Oaks Christian. Okay. We're going to compare someone to we, Reggie we, White? We are going to compare the situation. Oaks Christian's defense was slumming for a little while. A couple of years. They got an impact transfer. That impact transfer has led them. That impact transfer goes by the name of Kayvon Thibodeau. And I think as Kayvon Thibodeau goes, the Oaks Christian line goes, a lot of times on teams that I've played or teams played against, Greg, it's one guy that kind of gets the team going. They feed off his energy. They feed off his confidence. They feed off his playmaking. That's Oaks Christian when it comes to Kayvon Thibodeau. Oaks Christian wins and gets to a state championship. If Kayvon Thibodeau outperforms, if five-star defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau outperforms five-star defensive back Tyler, excuse me, Isaac, Isaiah, Isaac, Isaac Taylor, Taylor Stewart. It's for sure. It's. If Thibodeau outperforms it's, say that five times. <laughs> Oaks Christian wins this game. So I'm putting the emphasis on you. I'm putting the spotlight on you, Kayvon. You got to come out and be big time like you have been, especially the second half of the season. You've been pretty much unstoppable on the edge. Carson Baker's going to sit back in that pocket and try to read the field. You got to get in his dish, and he's got to be a side dish. (laughs) You got to go do your thing, big fella. So, hey, listen, I'm taking Oaks. I love Charbonnet. I love Pharrell. Uh, Josh Calvert, I don't think we've given him enough credit. Like I think you said it earlier in the week, oh, the, dude studly, yeah. the dude is studly. The dude is yeah. And then they've got accessory pieces. Love Fletcher, um, love essay. Uh, uh, I forget the Polynesian kid up front. I, I'm gonna butcher his name. You pull up a roster for crying out loud. <laughs> I got, I got, yeah, but. I, I, get, I get what you're saying, though. They, they do have they do, complimentary they, pieces to go with the stars. They do. So I'm taking Oaks Christian on the back of Kayvon Thibodeau, on the legs of Charbonnet, and on the hands of Farrell, and on the heart of Josh Calvert. Farrell. What did I say? Farrell. Damn it, Will. I like Oaks, too. I think they're rolling right now. And again, when I saw Helix play up close... I was a little, a little underwhelmed. I love Isaac Taylor Stewart, but I always say, man, who's going to have a bigger impact? A corner on an island? Just if you don't want to have him be sure. an impact, just don't Good throw point. his way. Yeah. Every single defensive play, Kayvon can make an impact. Yeah. Now, Isaac will make an impact maybe on offense. You know, watch out for Rashad Scott over there, but I think Oaks Christian is really looking strong right now. No, they look strong. I'm, I'm anxious to see kind of where you, where you rank and what you think in a holistic view of Zach Charbonnet Every time I see him, I get more favorable to him yeah. as a running back. I mean, I really, really like this kid. He reminds me of a Marcus Allen type. I mean, he's just a big, fluid kid who can – I mean, he can do it all as a yeah, running yeah. back. He can run with speed. He can run with power. He can make people miss. 
He can catch it out the backfield. I'm very, very impressed with this kid. He's got tremendous next-level size. I mean, his attributes are lined up to be an all-conference player on the yeah. next level. And we talked about him earlier, you know, week three or four. We, yeah. we talked about, you kind of mentioned you wish he had a, a one more step. Yeah. And I see that as well. Yeah. So if he can obviously hit that off-season workout program that JT Daniels had and get, you know, if he goes from four, six, four, seven to, you know, four, five, low four, six, he's going to be a big back. Yeah. You know, he's powerful. How much does he weigh right now? I mean, to me, he looks, looks like, like he's, he's 220. Looks like he's two something. I would, yeah. have said two, I would have said 210. I don't know if he's 220, but I would have yeah. said 210 ish. I mean, I think, they, I think they got him listed as like 190. Is he? I don't see 190 yeah. at all. He's only like 195. Yeah. I see 205, maybe. Oh, he can catch the ball. He can out of the catch backfield. it. Yeah. He's definitely a guy who I think can fit any system. Runs hard, doesn't shy away from contact, gets that extra yards, always no. falling forward. Oh, no. Charbonnet is good. I really He'll like be him. one of the top three or four backs in Southern California next year. What do you He's think about what do you think about the matchup between Itz and Farrell? Farrell. 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 No, I think it's it's tough because Bryce is a is a slot quick guy. And where Isaac usually I mean, he kind of bullied he's a six two long kid. You kind of put him out, you know, against maybe a, a bigger receiver, but I guess that small, shifty slot guy. It's going to be hard. You know, there was a, there's a tape went out a couple of weeks ago where Kyle Phillips kind of had his way a little bit with it. Now, Kyle yeah. Phillips is special. Yeah, he's a baller. But he had five touchdowns against it's one-on-one, I think a, two touchdowns maybe. A couple of those, Isaac had perfect coverage. Yeah. But Phillips just kind of did a little, little shake and got a little separation, put his hand down and brought it home. Yeah. But, I mean, I think if you're, if you're Helix and you want to play it's as a corner, I'd match him up what I want with, with Farrell and see what happens. I know uh, Olave kind of got, got in his draws a little bit last week. A little week. bit. I, but little I, bit. Heard, I was reading that they didn't match up at all. Everyone was saying they should have put him on him, but they, they didn't. They, they double-teamed someone else and had – yeah, that was – it was a long thread. They double-teamed – they didn't double-team Olave, the guy who has the SC. I think, I think they, they wanted to – some teams do this. They, they put it's on the number two guy and then and tried to double-team double team Olave. Olave still had a, a huge game. A buck 50. Yeah. yeah. But he, they didn't move him from side to side. He just had him covering. Okay. So maybe yeah. I heard wrong. Okay. When they played Paraclete, they had It's trailing Andre Hunt all over the field. And yeah. that was a fun matchup. Really? That was a really fun matchup. What do you remember about it? Andre got him once, uh-huh. but It's, it's was really good. Yeah. He had a good game that well. He it, showed it, well. It's is a, is a highly projected guy mm-hmm. to me, to me right now. He's not a great football player. He's a highly projected guy because of his skill set. right? He's six, two strong, long, super athletic, super fast. So his projection is really high. That's mm-hmm. why he's got that tremendous ranking, but is he a great high school football player right now? No. Is he a great cover guy right now for me? No. I think if he matches up against Farrell, um, it could be problems. It could be big-time problems because this kid is shifty, very shifty, and uh, he's got separation ability. We know it can run, but it's a different type of separation ability in terms of when I stick my foot in the ground, it yeah. creates separation. Top bed speed exactly. for short area quickness. Exactly. Oh, totally. Right. So his quickness in and out of breaks is going to be tough to deal with, yeah. especially for a bigger, longer no, totally. kid totally. who doesn't have that type of reaction in a small circumference. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to want to smother him at the line. I mean, he, he can bully at the line. If he can kind of get his hands on you and just kind of get you off. Right then he'll have his way. But if it's a case where Bryce competes at the line and yeah. gets a little separation, then it's going to be tough for it's to stay with him. Be, be cognizant on Oaks Christian running a lot of stack formation with those receivers to free release, free release uh, Farrell up. Free release him off mm-hmm. the stack. Sure. Make 
Uh, yeah, make, yep, make it's kind of back off and give him space. Yeah. Get him out in his path and his route quicker and uh, with little resistance. But yeah, that's a good matchup, though. That is. Uh, Oaks Critcher, I mean, hey, Eli Noah, don't forget this kid, right? He's been going a buck 50 plus every week over the last three to four weeks. He's been our top performers. So uh, the running back from Helix, the sophomore kid. He gets it 25 to 30 times a game, Greg. Oaks Christian's defense got to come to play again this week. Got to shut down the run. Did a great job against Valencia and against Upland yep. two weeks ago. And the winner of this game will play Fresno or play Central High School in Fresno, who plays, uh, excuse me, the NorCal, the NorCal division is Folsom High School is 14 and 0. Yeah. Loaded. That's where Jake Browning's from. Yeah, Kate, quarterback yeah, U. Yeah, Caden uh, Bennett. Ariel Nagata's there right now. Yep. They play, uh, so Folsom is playing Central High School in Fresno who was 12-1. So the winner of that game will play the winner of Oaks. Didn't mention this earlier, but in that two-double-A matchup, so Cajon and Rancho Verde, the winner of that game will play the winner of Tulare Union and Sarah High School of San Mateo. Tulare Union is Casimir Allen. So it would be so much fun if we can see a Casimir Allen matchup against either of those two schools, Rancho Verde or Cajon. Just want an excuse to be able to go see, uh, go see Casimir in person against some of the SoCal teams. You know, we didn't have Cas on our top performers list they didn't, I think they didn't play. They didn't play. No, they won the division. They, they think they were oh, They had a bye week. Yep. And so, okay, so you, you, potentially you're looking at Cashmere Allen versus high-powered Rancho Verde or superpowers of Cajon in their elite. Man, Jonathan Perkins against Cashmere Allen. Oh, I like it. That would be. I that, like it. it meet, you know, in the whole one-on-one, Perk, can you, can you break down and take him down in space? Hey, Perk. Is Cashmere going to give you a little, little shake wiggle and leave him in the dirt? Perk, get on that lean meat. For the next two weeks, get on that lean meat, get on the vegetables, trim down a little bit, get on that ladder drug, get them feet going, baby, because it's tough to keep up with that. That boy's quick as a cat. But I got, I got faith in my boy Perk, man. He's a baller. He's a baller, no doubt. But, yeah, I mean, that would be one heck of a state championship game, I tell you that. Yep. And there was already one, one game set. That's modern day and day of the sale in the open. There isn't a regional for the open, which I totally agree with. Yeah. What's, so, what's the need? Modern day and, and, and day of the sale. We'll talk about that one next week. Yeah, any initial thoughts on that, Bill? My initial thought is, is I made a pack with myself years ago. I would never pick against De La Salle ever. I changed that last year. I picked Bosco, so therefore I have no issue with my pack, breaking my pack for the second year in a row. I, again, I think, I think De La Salle, they're always going to do what they do, right? They're going to that, that start, offensive line, how they, you know, roll and start, if you yeah. want to call it that way. But I think they just get off so quickly. They always got a, a smallish... Running back who's just physical and tough. Yeah. Defensively, they're going to be smart. They're going to be able to read what you're doing and, and react so quickly. But just athlete for athlete, you know, Henry Toto, big time, big time guy. Oh, no question. So I just feel like the matchup, what Mario Day does best isn't necessarily run the football, it's throwing it. And I don't know if Data Cell has the athletes in the secondary. They'll, they'll scheme, they'll do some creative things, but I just think it's going to be tough. Last year, Bosco just kind of manhandled them up front. Yeah. I don't know if modern day necessarily is built that way to try to, to rush it 40 times a game. I just think athlete for athlete, modern day is a little too tough. I think you, you said two touchdowns? Yeah, I mean. Or did you say three touchdowns? I don't think, it, I don't think it'll be close. I mean, we'll talk about that next week. Okay. I don't think it's going to be very close. But you know what I, I, what I do find interesting, Greg? You are becoming the kids that you report on. I want to tell you how. You broke your pact. Sounds like a, a lot of these kids breaking their commitments to these schools. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when the evidence is just so 
Overwhelming? Overwhelming. You yeah. kind of have to go against it. Yeah, the yeah. I'm just messing with I was with the you. guy who said for years, oh, Data Sal, they don't play anybody. Oh, no. If they ever came out here and played, this is like in the early 90s. Yeah. Right? Oh, if Data Sal played, that streak wouldn't happen. And they came out here, saw him play modern day the first time. Yeah. At Heim Stadium Field, holy ground, the sanctuary of sports, Anaheim Stadium, the big A, the home of next year's World Series champions. Matt. And I watched this guy named DJ Williams and this other classman named Kevin Simon and just watching how they played. And I was just blown away. Yeah. And they beat Marday again. And they beat Polly two years ago. So after they beat Marday the second time, I said, you know what? I'll never pick against these guys. And they played, they played Polly. It was one against two. Everybody's taking Polly. It was the first time anyone's ever had a one-first-two matchup. And Polly had the big five. Yeah. Mercedes, Manuel Wright, Winston Justice, Darnell Bing, Herschel Dennis. Yeah. Everyone said, best team of all time. I go, I'm going to pick De La Salle. The only SoCal guy who go on record picking De La Salle. Yeah. They thought I was crazy. Yeah. And De La Salle took it to him. Yeah, rolled him. Rolled him. The next year, it wasn't a roll. It was, they, they won. I thought they showed that they're the better team. Yeah. And they played again. That was the Maurice Jones-Drew game. That's when they rolled him. Derek Landry. That yeah. one was a roll. Yeah. Yeah. That was when Derek Landry... Was the, that was the single best performance I've ever seen by a, a lineman. He went both ways and was unbelievable. So I, this out for me, always special place, but this year's my rate team. I got to break the pack two years in a row and yeah. I go with the Monarchs. Yeah, I, I can't fault you for that. The Monarchs are, I think I had been fighting it all year. You know, I had picked against them, you know, against Gorman, and I think I had been fighting it, but I, I, I soon jumped on the bad wagon. They're special. They got a couple special players that you just cannot match up with. So, that kind of does it for our Friday matchup show. We appreciate you taking a ride with us. Please follow us on our social media at Greg Bingers at Coach Keith underscore MP. Follow the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Please make sure you download the show on iTunes so that it pops up on your phone when you wake up on Wednesday and Friday. Looking forward to finishing off this year strong. We got the regional championships and then we have the state championships next week. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.